Sometimes you need a place to pause and disconnect from the noise of business and family management in order to connect with God. And I'm happy to announce that the Refreshed Moms Prayer Room app was created to help you do it. Okay, so if you been listening to the Refresh Moms podcast, you know how vitally important it is for us to rest in order to do the work that we feel God has called us to do, as well as raise our babies and manage our families. But spiritual rest, which to me is one of the most important ways we need to rest, tends to be compromised many times or put on the back burner, not because we don't desire deep connection with God, not because we don't want to nurture our faith. It's mainly because we're over committed, we're over functioning, we're overwhelmed with the things we have to do. We are tired. And sometimes we need a little bit of help creating some consistency around our faith habits. So as a mom entrepreneur, what I have found is that I needed help connecting deeply with God in short periods of time. And the Refresh Moms Pro Room app has been designed to help you do exactly that. So inside the app, you're going to receive guided prayers that have been written to allow you to pray specific prayers around your business and your family. There are mom entrepreneur focused devotions. They're written around topics that are important to you as a mom entrepreneur in order for you to easily integrate your faith with your work. There's scripture meditations for you to read or listen to. And let's let the word of God being read wash over your soul and wash over your heart. There are mindfulness meditations. These are designed for you to stay connected with what you need and how you need to be refreshed. There are faith-filled playlists for you to play throughout your workday and refreshing recipes that will keep you nourished as well as energized in order to get your work done. Listen, I have struggled with fitting Bible study into my day. I know what it's like to try to balance it all. And the Refresh Moms Prayer Room app is created to make that just a little bit easier for you. You can grab this app on the iOS app store or on Android. You can go to the show notes and grab it. Just hop into your app store on your phone and do a search for Refresh Mom's Prayer Room and download it or go to deannamason.com forward slash prayer room and you can grab it there. You can create deep, intimate connections with God in short periods of time. And I'm so happy the Refresh Mom's Prayer Room is here to assist you. I hope to see you in the app. Hey, welcome back to the Refresh Moms podcast. I am Deanna Mason, your host, and I'm just happy to meet you back here before I hop into this week's solo episode. Did you just hear my announcement? I am so excited. At the time of this recording, I literally just got the notification that my app was published. (laughs) on iOS and Android. I'm so excited. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you skip the intro. The Refresh Moms Prayer Room app is ready to go. It is review. I am extremely, extremely happy to be able to step into this season of service around this app. And I want you to download it. I want you to go grab it. I want you to take advantage of all the goodness for you over the next year. So go and grab it. Hop into your your Android app store. Um, go to the show notes and grab it. 
go to my website and grab it. <laughs> just download it and get it and start using it. I'm just happy to serve in that way. So anyway, I also wanted to make sure I invited you to the Refresh Moms but group. This is a place to receive consistent support around creating um, rest, rest habits. If you are feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you're in a season of overfunction and overcommitment, if you feel like you are teetering on burnout or you may already be in a season of burnout, this is a group that I want to help support you in working your way out of that or create rest habits and rhythms that can be sustained in order for you to be on the offense. If you have to be on the defense, let's help you get out of there. You know, I have to do both. I go in and out of seasons where I'm on the offense or I'm on the defense, but you can't stay overcommitted. You cannot stay in a state of overfunction. You cannot live out of the seat of burnout. And the Refresh Moms Facebook group is there to help you um, create rest habits that work. Hop on over there. Once again, you can grab it or um, join in the show notes or just um, go to deannamason.com forward slash refresh moms. Oh, I don't even know. Fresh moms group <laughs> or go to Facebook and type in refresh moms community. You'll find it there. All right. Today I'm talking about the overwhelmed yet understimulated mom. Okay. This episode was inspired by a conversation I had on Voxer with a friend of mine. <laughs> and um, she is a mother of two young children who are of preschool age. And I completely 100% remember what it felt like to have a two-year-old and an infant or a four-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> I know what that feels like. It's a very, very difficult season. And she stays at home with them. She recently um, stepped out of a paid role that she had and she's home now and her husband works full-time. And due to our COVID-19 season, her and her husband have made a decision to not re-enroll the children into their daycare, which means the children are home with her all the time. And in this message, um, we were voxing each other back and forth. She shared with me how she had just listened to 152 with um, Brittany Turner around resting well with littles. And um, she, that the only way she knew how to articulate the season that she was in was that she felt overwhelmed yet understimulated at the same time. I thought that was really a profound way of putting it as she was looking for words. She said, I, I can only describe it as feeling like I am overwhelmed, but yet I am understimulated. That recently, me and her is she was working with me um, on my nonprofit side of my work, and we were working closely together to put our onboarding sequence together for Needle Movers for Social Equity, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on closing equity gaps between the majority population and people of color. And we just opened the beta version of that 
for just a select few people in order to go through six months worth of the small group material and training so that we can just see how it goes and get a feel of how small groups run around, you know, talking about tough topics like race and equity and justice. And so we, we just wanted to beta test it in order for us to be prepared before we open the doors to everybody. So she helped me put that together. And once we were um, ending that work, it was really hard for her to have to step back because she knew it was only for a short season that she was going to be working with me. And as we were closing things up, you know, she knew she had more to give. She was extremely inspired by the work of needle movers and her heart is tremendously huge for um, social equity work and to have to step back from it, not because she wanted to, but because her children needed her to was a really hard thing. And so her husband, you know, gets to, I say get, I know that is a, I'm not going to belittle what that is. Her husband is the, um, you know, financial provider for their home. He leaves the house to go to work and she stays home. Not because she couldn't be gainfully employed somewhere. <laughs> she, the choice has been made that I will stay home with the children while you go and, you know, grow your career. That's a hard thing for a woman that desires to be utilized. <laughs> That's a very hard thing for a mother who knows they have all these amazing gifts that God has given them and they're not being used. And so I, at least they're not being used in the way that they are envisioning that they should be used the way that they're desiring to see them used. Right. I understand feeling overwhelmed and understimulated. It's a very hard life to live feeling that sometimes we we slip into even feeling undervalued. You know, you're just staying home. Oh, I remember the period of time between me shutting down my nonprofit and starting uh, Refresh Moms was about a couple years, about three years in between that. And I just focused on homeschooling my kids. I would do some other things here and there, but nothing that took my time the way that entrepreneurship took my time or, a, you know, a full-time job would take my time. And I remember sitting down to dinner with a cousin who lived out of town. They were in town visiting and we all went to dinner, you know, me and my extended family and my cousin. And so my cousin's catching up with me and she's asking me, well, what are you doing? Cause you know, my family knew me to be this entrepreneur, um, getting out of seasons of, you know, being a minister in, in, um, a church, you know, this is how they knew me. And so she was like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, I'm, I'm homeschooling my kids. And she looked at me with this look of, um, confusion. And she goes, is that all you're doing? And then she says something to the, uh, something in, in the, um, way of your weight, you're wasting your skills. You're, you know, it was something in that field. And I remember her saying that to me and I knew how hard it was, you know, first of all, (laughs) she doesn't have, she didn't have children. I know how hard it is to, to be a mother and I know how hard it is to homeschool. And so when she said that, it kind of rubbed me a little wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? Is that it? That's a lot. That is like ridiculously 
difficult <laughs> and challenging. And um, but more so than the offense of her comment, I felt undervalued. And to be um frank, I was in a season of feeling like I was being underutilized. I felt like I had so much to give and I just wasn't giving it in other places besides, you know, my home. And I just remember that feeling. So I just wanted to share in this episode, just some things that I have learned as I walk through that season, as I, um, you know, transition from a season of, you know, being fully employed to a season of parenthood, um, you know, a new, a new mom, and then making the decision to be home with the kids, um, starting my entrepreneurship journey when they were little, stepping back from my entrepreneurship journey while they were little, taking a break, and then stepping back in. There's some things that I've learned over the years, and I want to share these, especially or specifically to the mom that is feeling like she is wasting time. <laughs> she is um, not being utilized, staying home. In being a mother, um, or God has you home focusing on motherhood. Let me just put it like that. Okay. So here's the thing. The first thing is only three things I'm going to share. Don't be tempted to force something to happen. Um, what do I mean by forcing something to happen? Um, Forcing yourself to get involved in things that it's just not for you to get involved in right now. I did this. Uh, I remember a time that um, I was asked to go speak, and the it was about a it was a crowd of um I don't know I'm going to say about a hundred people, and you know at the time I was feeling like I was being underutilized as a speaker. And, um, I did, I did workshops, you know, taught small groups of people, you know, about 20, 30, maybe 40 people in a room, but you know, nothing big. And I'm like, I don't know why nobody's asking me to come speak at larger events. You know, I I think I'm a great teacher. I think I'm a great speaker. (laughs) I'm not getting invited anywhere. And so I get invited to this thing and, um, somebody that my, uh, one of my sisters knew, Um, My sister told them about me and they invited me to come speak at their woman's thing for their church. Okay. So I go and I, you know, I was the keynote. (laughs) It was so horrible. It went so badly. The women, um, they were of a dish, a different culture, first of all. So there was a culture barrier there and their faith, their denomination was foreign to me. I mean, it was a Christian denomination, but it was a denomination that I wasn't all the way familiar with their practices. And we were not connecting at all. (laughs) And my sister who was in the audience, she knew it was going, it was going so bad. And after that, I was like, I am not going to try to force myself to be utilized as a speaker (laughs) when I know right now 
it's just not the time for me to be doing that. And one of the things I've learned since then, you know, and God could change this, you know, anytime in my lifetime, but I am really, really good at small groups and workshops, intimate settings. I'm really, really good at. And I'm like, maybe that's the type of teacher and speaker that I am. I do small groups. And so now it's even when I consider opportunities to speak and to teach, my brain is already thinking I'm a really good workshop person. I'm a really good small group setting person, which I don't mind that that's what I'm good at. I'd I'd rather show up and be fully, fully um, in service with a small group than show up in front of a large crowd and just bomb, (laughs) which you know, if God calls me into teaching larger um, crowds, that's fine. But I'm just saying, I didn't have to force that speaking engagement. I didn't have to use that speaking engagement as a reason um, to convince me that I was being fruitful and useful in my gifts. I just needed to hold off and wait for God's timing in regards to opportunities to speak. When you force something, you usually end up having to backpedal out of it anyway. When you force yourself to make commitments that is not your season to make, you're going to eventually have to go to the person that you made that commitment to and say, you know what? I can't do it. It's not my time right now. And um, my cat is meowing and I am going to let her out of the room and I will be right back. Okay. So let me go ahead and talk about the second thing. So the first thing is just don't force something to happen. You're going to end up backpedaling or end up learning a hard lesson (laughs) when you do that. The second thing is there are most definitely things that you are to be picking up and learning in this season that you're feeling underutilized. Now, that's probably, probably one of the easiest things for you to understand about your season. I think you already understand that. There's something to be taught and learned in this season. You don't have to sit and try to figure out the lesson that you're supposed to be learning. Just learn the lessons as they come. (laughs) You don't have to try to figure out how they're going to fit into the big picture. Just let God journey with you and just learn the lessons. Nothing about this season is going to be wasted. I promise you, he's going to use it all. Okay, there is use for every single part of your life. He can use it all. He will use it all for your good. Okay, and when I say for your good, it's not for, you know, necessarily for your life to be blessed, but for you to actually use what you have to serve in the way he's desired for you to serve. You're going to use this season. So embrace this season for what it is because he wants to leverage it. (laughs) So just learn all the lessons, do all the things that you're needing to do right now without wondering how it's all going to fit into the big picture. Just know that it does fit into the big picture. You being at home with your kids right now or you not being as um, working as many hours as you desire? Are you not um, growing your business to um, a huge size right now? And you're just only handling the capacity that you can handle right now? It's all fine. (laughs) Just learn the lessons, do the things. It will be used. Okay. Nothing will be wasted. 
no season is wasted. Okay. And the last one, even during the season where you're feeling underutilized, when you're feeling understimulated, <laughs> I want you to stay prayerful. The deception is that you have to wait for your kids to be a certain age before you are going to be released to be used. That's not true. God is not waiting for your kids to cross over to a certain age before he says go. That's not what he's waiting on because he really doesn't care the age of your children when it's time for you to move. I mean, he cares about you being a good mom, but when he needs you to go or when he needs you to do something, he just needs you to do it. And there'll be grace for it when it's time, no matter the age of your children. So I don't want you to sit there thinking, my children are so young, it's going to take me forever to actually step into this thing that I know is in my heart. That's not true. Just stay prayerful. And when he tells you to move, it's time to move. And you're going to know when it's time. (laughs) I can't tell you how you're going to know. I just know that you're going to know as long as you're staying connected and prayerful. Staying connected to God is what I mean, and prayerful. Okay, so don't feel like you have this um, sentence. (laughs) My children are only two and four. My gosh, how long is it going to take for them to be independent enough for me to find a couple hours a day to get some work done? Nope, that's not how it goes. (laughs) Not when you're talking about kingdom things, okay? It may be when your children are older that you... um, have, you know, God starts calling into things that you need to have more capacity for. That's true. It's very true, but it very well may be tomorrow. (laughs) It's just, it's up to him. And just know that whenever it's time to move, you'll have the grace and the wisdom on how those things are going to work together. Okay. So just to recap really quickly. So if you're feeling particularly understimulated, and overwhelmed with motherhood right now and feeling like you're not being fully used in all the gifts that God has given you, feeling like maybe motherhood is keeping you back. (laughs) Don't force something to happen, okay? Don't try to force something to be um, when it's not time for it to be. Second thing is just learn all the lessons and in this season, pick up what you need to learn, what you need to do right now, because he's not going to waste the season. He's going to use it. The season that you're in right now is a part of the big picture. And the third thing, just stay prayerful because you don't have to wait for your kids to be a certain age before God says, I need to use you in a certain way. Okay, and just know that if that happens while they're young or even when they're older, no matter the time, the grace and the wisdom will be there to hold you. And that is it. I hope to see you in the Refreshed Moms Prayer Room. Download the app, 1999deannamason.com forward slash prayer room, or just hit me in the show notes or in your app store on your phone. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I hope you stay refreshed. Thank you for listening to the Refreshed Moms podcast. 
Hey, if you're a fan of this podcast, I'd love it if you can leave a star rating and review. This helps put me in front of more beautiful women just like you. So before you hop off, stop by and click a star rating and leave a review. Don't forget, find me on Facebook and Instagram at Refresh Moms to receive your daily dose of refreshment. Let's connect again soon, all right? Bye for now.